You are listening to day number five of the self-love challenge series on Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. Today, we are going to start looking at your mind-body connection and how feeling your feelings can be an incredible act of self-love. Welcome to the self-love challenge series on Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Sorensen, a former teacher, current homeschool mom, and a certified life coach. Whether you teach in a traditional classroom or from your kitchen table, I'm here to help you not only survive, but thrive as an educator. Let's go on a self-love journey over these next 14 days so you can pour some of that same love you give to your kids, your families, your communities, to somebody who deserves it just as much, yourself. To get started with the free self-love challenge, I recommend starting from the first episode and listening through each day. But to get the full challenge experience, go to wifeteachmommy.com slash self-love challenge to register for free to get the scorecard to track your progress, a daily email with the link to your audio coaching lesson and your journal prompt. It is free and registering will get you more support with the challenge. Now let's get to today's coaching lesson. As a homeschool mom with a neurodivergent uh, eight-year-old and a toddler, there is a lot in my life that is not in my control. And I can be a bit of a self-identified control freak, so that's been hard for me before. Um, but I'm learning through Wife Teacher Mommy that my circumstances are neutral and that um, I am in control of my thoughts, my emotions, and my actions. I'm still definitely a work in progress, but I feel like I'm already on my way to being a better wife, teacher, and mom, and seeing results already with uh, my relationship with my husband and in my and my children and in my homeschool. So I want to thank Kelsey and Bonnie and Chrissy for all of your hard work, and I um, so appreciate the community, everyone here and this awesome opportunity to grow. Thank you. Welcome to day five. You are gaining traction with this challenge. I hope you are seeing some progress already. I'm sure you are if you look for it. Remember, we wanna look at the gain, not at the gap, right? Like we talked about a few days ago. Okay, so today we are talking about the mind-body connection and specifically the body part. We spend so much time in our heads, which are often filled with negative self-talk, as we've been talking about, and not enough about our bodies and our feelings. And since we're talking about self-love in this challenge, we need to make sure that we understand what we are feeling and what our body is telling us so we can show ourselves that love. So far in this challenge, we've talked a lot about our thoughts and the feelings that they create. And thought work is incredible, as we've seen from the extensive research in this challenge so far. It simply works. It is very powerful. And the five-step framework of the self-coaching model, where our thoughts drive our feelings, create our actions, create our results, is one of my favorite tools to use as a coach. However, it is not the only thing you're going to want to look at in your arsenal. That's why I have my full framework of observing yourself choosing your direction and aligning yourself because the body work fits into that as well. We are observing not only our thoughts, but also our feelings. If you ever try just looking at your thoughts and it's not working right then, you're not broken. It's simply that there's more to being a human than can just be looking at our thoughts. We want to also look at our feelings, look at what's going on in our body, regulate our nervous system if we need to do that, 
there's so much more to it. So we can't only be in touch with our minds. We need to also be connected with our bodies. The fascinating thing about this work, and especially in this modern day, many of us have learned to disconnect from our bodies and let our heads take control. We're always thinking, we're ruminating, we're making to-do lists in our mind. We're just focused on what's going on in our minds, which are running like crazy. And since we are so used to our head being in command, the top-down approach and thought work for a lot of people, including myself, when I first um, got into coaching, thought work came a lot more easy, a lot more naturally to me, um, a bit closer to what we are already used to. Sometimes getting in touch with our bodies is something that will feel foreign to some people. For others, you might maybe you're like, Kelsey, I'm already meditating, I'm already doing these great things. Amazing. But for some of you, if you're not and you feel still very conditioned to mostly be in your head, this might take a little bit more time for you. And that's OK. This is normal and it's part of the process. But today, I want to help you start to get in tune with your body and your feelings. First, I want to talk about the three things we tend to do instead of allowing our emotions. So the first one is to resist our emotions. And just so you know, I'm using emotions and feelings and meaning them in the same vein. When we talk about resisting your feelings, your emotions, this is when we try to push them away. It's we're trying to hold a door shut to our emotions instead of letting it in. Some people call this like bottling it up. It creates more resistance. And while we think it's helping, we think that, oh, I'm just trying to, I don't want to feel this. I'm just like, I'm going to push it away. It's not helping. It's actually causing it to just build up and then it creates more tension. So it actually is almost making the feeling bigger, especially the longer we tend to resist it. And what I've seen with a lot of teachers and homeschool parents is you might just think you need to keep pushing away those feelings because you have so much on your to-do list with school and parenting and all the other things that you might have. You're just trying to keep it all together. And you think this is going to help you keeping it all together is just avoiding feeling your emotions. And it's not true, but that's what we're trying to do with this. The next thing we tend to do is react to our emotions. And this is when we have a physical reaction to the emotions, such as an outburst or lashing out at someone. This often happens when we resist emotions for an extended period of time and then it comes out, right? And the way we know we are reacting is that there is others can tell we're doing it. There's they can see us doing it when we feel emotions. It's just we do it in our bodies. It's an internal thing. So reacting is an external thing. Imagine when like your toddler has a meltdown or one of your students is when they throw a chair or something, they are reacting to their emotions. There's a reason for that. And we do this in different grown up ways as well. It might look different than it does for a toddler or for an outburst a child has in a class, but we do it in our own ways. And the final thing that we tend to do instead of feeling our emotions is to avoid them. This is when we just try not to feel the emotion at all costs. So you had a really rough day at school. Kids were off the wall. Maybe for teachers, you had parent-teacher conferences or something. And you may have a lot of feelings, but you want to just check out instead. This can include overeating, going to the pantry and getting something you're not hungry. You're just trying to avoid emotions, over drinking, retail therapy, scrolling on your phone. It can even be positive things such as talking to a friend about something else, trying to just completely avoid it or working out, but you're doing it to just try to avoid feeling the emotion or whatever. Anything we do to avoid feeling the feelings is avoiding our feelings. Now, we often find ourselves doing one of these three things instead of feeling our feelings, but feeling our feelings and really allowing them is an act of self-love, which we're talking about in this challenge. And feeling them is when we actually sit with our emotions for a period of time without judging them. 
And without wishing, they weren't there. We were not like trying to wish for something else. The feelings are there. They just are. So it's being mindful. It's like, oh, I am feeling this. Not trying to, we're not mad about it. We're just observing it, right? Like we talked about in episode one, we're not just observing our thoughts. We're observing our feelings. And when we do this, we notice the sensations in our body. We allow the emotion to flow through us. And when we do that, they tend to fizzle down and become less overbearing in the process. In fact, Brene Brown says in her book, Atlas of the Heart, which is one of my favorite books, but one thing she says is, in fact, research shows that the process of labeling emotional experience is related to greater emotional regulation and physiosocial well-being. So again, I mean, if Dr. Brene says it, we know it's true, right? So here are some guided questions that can help you do a body scan, tap into your emotion, feel what it's like. So here are some guided questions that are going to help you connect with your body and see what is going on here for you. So you can do this right now with me. If you are able to, you can just kind of, depending if you're driving or something, you're not going to be able to tap in as much. You're not going to be able to close your eyes or anything. If you are like in a room by yourself, you can close your eyes and really do this. That would be amazing. But again, I'm going to just go over these questions. You can always hit play on this episode again anytime when you want to do this. So the first thing you want to do is notice that the feeling is there without any judgment or wishing it wasn't there. Okay, we're just noticing. The next thing we're going to do is name the feeling. What is this feeling called? Is it overwhelm? Is it anxiety? Is it frustration? Is it anger? Is it sadness or disappointment? Name the feeling and get as specific as you can with it. Don't overthink it. Don't let that prevent you from doing this exercise, but name the feeling the next thing you want to do is think, what does it feel like in your body? And I want you to do a body scan. So we'll start at the top of your head. Notice where it feels from the top of your head all the way down to the tips of your toes. And just slowly imagine, one of my life coaches said one time, just imagine this like golden liquid like flowing through you. And as you do that, feel like what is it that your body is feeling as you scan down your body, where does it, how does it feel like in your pinky toe? How does it feel like in your elbow? How does it feel in your core? Feel that feeling. And then the next thing is if it were a color, what color would it be? Is it hard or is it soft? Is it open or is it closed? And breathe it in, breathe in the feeling. And as you allow the emotion, you will notice it start to simmer down. It'll still likely be there but it will become less overbearing. So I would love for you to really sit and try this exercise. If you're multitasking right now, be sure to come back and do this later. And then also, no matter what, check your email for the journal prompt. And if you're not officially registered for the challenge and you just stumbled upon this episode in your podcast player, be sure to sign up to get the journal prompts each day, wifeteachermommy.com slash self-love challenge. It is free. You'll get so much more out of the challenge this way. Tomorrow is another introspective day with some more questions. There, These are actually some questions that I asked on one of my favorite Wife Teacher Mommy Club calls that I've done inside Wife Teacher Mommy Club so far. So you don't want to miss it. So you don't want to miss it. We will chat tomorrow. Thank you for participating in our self-love challenge. For the complete challenge experience, make sure to go to wifeteachermommy.com slash self-love challenge to get the scorecard and a daily email with each of the journal prompts for free. And if you're enjoying this challenge, please consider sharing the love by sharing that same link, wifeteachermommy.com slash self-love challenge with a teacher friend or a homeschool friend or all of the people you know who might be interested in this free resource. 
We have a mission to help as many educators as possible, whether they teach children in a classroom or in their living rooms, to not only survive as an educator, but to thrive in teaching and life. This challenge has been brought to you by Wife Teacher Mommy Club, my signature coaching program created especially for teachers and homeschool parents. Inside the club, you can join us for weekly live life coaching with me and fellow club coaches, VIP access to our summer and winter Educate and Rejuvenate conferences, a library of resources to save you time, and even a private podcast feed where you'll get to listen to every single coaching call we've ever done, all the Educate and Rejuvenate sessions, and so much more. If you love this challenge, why not spend just a few minutes checking it out and seeing if it's right for you? It may just be the ultimate gift of self-love that you could give yourself because it'll help you take what you've learned in this challenge from the 2x level to the 10x level. So go to wifeteachermommy.com club to learn more. I would love to see you there, but either way, I will keep seeing you right here on Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. If you are listening to this right now, that means you've listened all the way to the tail end of this episode, even after the outro. And if you want more where this podcast is coming from, I've got you. If you are hearing this message right now, that means you still have time to grab our limited time offer to join us in Wife Teacher Mommy Club for just $14 for your first month in celebration of the release of our self-love challenge. For the month of February 2024, you can get your first month of the club for just $14 instead of the normal $37 for your first month. This is a great way to try out the club and see if it's right for you, all while getting lots more support during the self-love challenge. You'll be able to come to our coaching calls and ask your questions, get personalized support from me and fellow Wife Teacher Mommy Club coaches. And if you decide to join us on the annual plan, you're all in and you're going to join us for a year, you'll get an even bigger discount plus some exclusive February-only swag, including a planner and a teacher tee. So go to wifeteachermommy.com club to learn more about the club and see all that it has to offer. Going to check out the sales page is not a firm commitment, so just go check it out and see if it's for you. It just might be the ultimate gift of self-love that you could give yourself. I hope to see you on the next coaching call inside Wife Teacher Mommy Club.